Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. Maddie Glab here hanging out solo dolo tonight. We'll be hearing from all of our players from head coach Sean McDermott. The Bills are 10 and 3 for the first time since 1991. It feels so good to say after they defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 26 to 15. What a game. What a difference from the first half to the second half. A big thanks to the coaching staff and the players for the halftime adjustments they made in order to come out in the third quarter and the fourth quarter and completely play lights out. The statistics from the first half to the second half are absolutely insane. A lot of records broken. One of those records is Stefan Diggs. He ties Eric Moulds with the most catches in a season with 100. He also has a new career high in his first season with the Buffalo Bills. 10 catches for him tonight, 130 receiving yards, one touchdown for him. Josh Allen had another great game in the third quarter. He really was incredible. He was 10 of 10 for 116 yards, two touchdowns, 156 point 154.6 passer rating. This offense absolutely turned the corner in the second half of the game. Taron Johnson with a pick six. Levi Wallace with an interception in the game. So many things to talk about, but let's turn it over to Stefan Diggs, who's answering questions from the media right now. Coach Debar just came in and just told us that we need to do our jobs. Uh, we we weren't we weren't being us in the first half, and uh, it was evident. We weren't moving the ball efficiently, and uh, receivers we weren't doing our job good enough. And in the second half, he just said everybody needed to do their job and uh, hone in on everybody. Just win your one on ones, and you know that's how we start like getting the ball rolling a little bit, getting some you know getting some first downs and that kind of thing. So we kind of tried to double dip at halftime. We got some points and we try to get some more points coming out. And uh, we just try to get rolling from there. How about your performance for you personally? You're now one catch away from breaking Eric Mould's uh, single season catch record, best uh, receiving total for you for your career. Just um, what do you make of the way that you're playing and the records that you're either getting closer to or that you've broken and for your personal record? More so give all the credit to the people around me, especially Josh Allen, uh, young quarterback, uh, he put his faith and his trust in me to make plays, make plays for him with the ball in my hands and catching the ball. And uh, Coach Dayball, you know, he calling the right stuff. You know, he drawing it up upstairs and putting me in the best position to make plays. And then my wide receiver coach, my wide receiver coach, Chad Hall, uh, we put in a lot of work in practice. You know, we uh, rep a lot of stuff that's more game-like than anything. Uh, I could be a lot better. So, you know, I don't think too much of it. I'm just trying to chase these wins. Awesome. Thanks, Stefan. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Hey, Stefan, Chris Brown here. Um, just with respect to the start of the second half that Heather alluded to, um, it just seemed like Josh was looking for you early. And, I mean, he goes to you on four of the next eight plays, and you guys put a touchdown on the board as well. How, how encouraging is it that even when you have a first half that's not lights out by any means, you can kick it into gear that quickly? <clears throat> uh, it's I mean, I guess it's super important that you that you come out fire in the second half. We always look at it as a new hat, you know. Um, and we're trying to win on one-on-ones for me. Um, I'm not necessarily just trying to have success, bro. I'm trying to do everything I can to put Josh in the right, right mental space, uh, making plays for him, um, and, you know, getting open. You know, when we got that first half, we had a little bit of a lull, weren't getting too many first down, wasn't moving the ball efficiently. So I'm more so thinking about him during the game. So 
So, you know, when things aren't going right, I'm trying to just make some plays for them, get them in a rhythm, and uh, do what I can. And I know you guys have been asked about Gabe a lot, you know, being the rookie. Um, all he seems to do is score touchdowns, though, Steph. What is, what's the deal with him? Why is he so opportunistic? I just tell you, man, like, we got a lot of guys that can play some ball. Um, we're for sure looking forward to having Smoke back as well. But Gabe has definitely stepped in and stepped up as a young player. Uh, his maturation process is beautiful to watch for, from, a, from a different perspective, just to see his approach. And uh, he's been doing all the right things, so I'm not surprised he's scoring touchdowns. Um, he's supposed to have, like, 10 touchdowns by now. He got a lot of them called <laughs> back, so um, he's just going to get back in the lab, get back grinding. He's the guy that wants to grind and uh, get, get better all, all the time. So uh, I'm looking forward to his, his success. Thanks, sir. Yeah. Hey, Steph, it's Kim Jones from NFL Network. What is it like to know that even though it's not the playoffs yet, it was it's games like these that are the reason Brandon Bean traded for you. They He knew that they you, they needed you to help this team and this roster. Oh, so that, I, I heard the last part. Can you say it one more time? I'm sorry. Sure. It's not the playoffs yet. But what is it like to know that the games like this one are the reason Brandon Bean and the Bills traded for you? And you came through beautifully. Um, personally, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't given it too much thought just because I'm trying to get better each and every day. You know what I'm saying every game I'm trying to put my best, my best work out there. And I know that, you know, a lot of people trust me and believe in me. And that's all I really wanted. And, and as a player, that's all you really ever want, you know, for your coaches, the people around you to believe in you. And uh, and they just put me in the best position to get, be successful. In the first half, things weren't going right. We made some adjustments. Uh, and they do, they do a better job at getting open than I am. So I'm just thankful. Were you worried at all about Josh early in this game? No, hell no. I know what kind of player he is. Just, He's a, he's a tough quarterback. He's a mentally tough quarterback. I check I check on him throughout the game periodically. Like you all right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's never high. He's never too high. He's never too low. So I just uh I just try to stay stay behind him. Let him know we got his back on the outside. And you know um, when we can't make plays for him, we will. Thanks, Steph. Congrats. Got gotcha. you. Hey, Steph. Um, if you could take me into uh, the locker room. I mean, this is a massive win. The Bills are 10 and three for the first time since 1991. What was what was the vibe in there? What was it like in there to the energy? Um, joining it for 24 hours. But uh, like Jermaine Edmonds, one of our captains, um, circled it up. He brought it back full circle like this. We're not complacent. It's a lot more football left. And uh, we're chasing bigger goals, you know, as far as like getting back, getting to work, getting everybody's bodies back. And uh, he said, he said, dogs on three. So it really shows you that the mindset that these guys have and everybody around, we're starving for more. We want more. We expect more from ourselves. And uh, that's all. That was Stefan Diggs on his fifth 100 receiving yard day. He has done so much for this team through week 14, has a lot left in his tank to finish out the season and into the playoffs. But it was really the defense who turned things around for this team, and they were the momentum shifters in this game. You think back to the first half of the season, it was and it was the offense putting the plays together. It was the offense who held the momentum, and the defense has came on so strong in the back half of this season and you look at their performance tonight Taryn Johnson with a pick six that really turned it around for the defense Levi Wallace had an interception 
the defense allowed only 81 yards in the second half. They allowed 50 passing yards in the fourth quarter, zero rushing yards in the fourth quarter. The Steelers were one of 10 on third down in this game, and both teams, the Bills and the Steelers, were averaging 27.8 points per game coming into the game, which is top 10. Well, the Steelers only scored 15 points. It's their third straight game that they have scored under 20 points, their second straight loss, and you have to hand this over to the defense for being able to completely shift things and shift the momentum. When the game seemed flat in the first half, the defense was the part of the group who brought it out in the second half and really helped turn the corner so that the offense could get on the field and start stringing plays together to get into the end zone. One of the guys that I just touched down, Levi Wallace, who had an interception, he's with Jordan Poyer after the game. Just wondering, you talk about playing your best ball late in the year. Does it feel like you guys are playing your best ball with all the turnovers you guys are forcing? Uh, you know, I, I feel like we're still climbing. I feel like, yeah, you do definitely want to play your best ball uh, in December, you know, and, and we still we still got a couple games left to continue to prove that. I definitely think we're on the climb. You know, Coach always talks about Kaizen, just continuous, continuous growth, continuous improvement. Um, you know, we didn't play a perfect game today, but we played well enough to win. And, uh, you know, we'll look at the tape and learn from our mistakes and continue to move on. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. This glare here. Uh, Scott here, uh, Levi. Uh, second straight year, you have you have the big interception here against Pittsburgh. Um, does this one hold special meaning to you, especially understanding uh, when we started seeing you rotate with Josh a little bit more? Uh, no, I, for me, it's just another interception. I just try to make a play on the ball, to be honest. Uh, I just try to make a play for the, for the guys, for real. You know, players always talking about. Big time players make big time plays and big time moments. So and he did that today. That boy made a hell of a play. And so uh, you know, I I wasn't too much thinking about anything else besides trying to go out there and ball up for my teammates. So were you actually touched? We're granted we're far away. It did not appear that you were touched. To be honest, I gotta go back and look at the film. Uh I had knocked the wind out my systems while I stayed down a little extra second, but uh you know, it's, it's on the refs, to be honest. I mean, I, it took away my little yak yards, but it is what it is. I'm not tripping. <laughs> Appreciate it, Levi. Thank you. That's Levi Wallace and Jordan Poyer on their day on defense. And Josh Allen, from the first half to the second half, he really turned things around. In the first half, he was 10 of 23, only completed 43% of his passes. In the third quarter, he was 10 of 10 for 116 yards in the air. He finished the day 24 of 43 for 238 yards, threw two, two touchdowns, had that one interception, finished with a 77.5 passer rating. Pittsburgh Steelers defense, they were bringing the pressure all game, and we knew that this would be something that would happen. There's a player on the Steelers called T.J. Watt. He leads the league with 12 sacks. They, they lead the NFL with 44 sacks. They pressure at a rate higher than any other defense in the NFL. In the second half, Josh Allen was able to find his answers quickly, get the ball out, find his receivers, and it, string those plays together so that they could find plays to get into the red zone and then get into the end zone. And it completely worked for this offense for the plays that Brian Dable was calling for them in the second half. With us now is Josh Allen.
I mean, I started completing it to the right guys, and my guys did a good job of getting open. Um, but I think you saw it right when we came out. It's hard to one four. Um, we knew that we liked our matchup out there, and uh, I, I, I can say with a lot of confidence, I think I like any matchup with one four. You know, he's one of the best, if not the best guy in the league. Um, but it's supreme confidence in him. You know, he had a lot of juice at halftime. Um, he wanted the ball, and we gave it to him. He, uh, he took over for us. He really did. Um, our guys did a good job of, you know, doing their job up front. Uh, Cole Beasley getting open, and, uh, you know, Gabe Davis finding the paint. And, um, you know, we persevered, and obviously this, the numbers aren't going to be super pretty. And um, I think at the end of the day, you know, we got the win, and our defense played fantastic, and it was a, a three-phase win, I think, in, in our part. I know for you, the win is the most important thing, but I don't know if you're aware of this. Probably at this point you are. You became a Bills all-time leading scorer in a season with your 35th touchdown tonight passing um, Jim Kelly. I guess just what does that honor mean to you? Oh, I mean, to be mentioned in the, in the likes of a guy like Jim, um, Hall of Fame guy, regarded as the best quarterback to ever play you know, in Buffalo. I know him personally, and he's you know, took me under his wing, so... Like I said, to be mentioned in the same sentence as him, um, super honoring and, and super humbling. But um, that's that's not why I play. I play uh, to help the team win football games and be the best quarterback and teammate. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you. You as well. Hey, Josh. Heather Cruz back here. Congrats on the win. Uh, I just asked Dion about Stephon Diggs, and I asked him, does it ever slip for me to things that Diggs He said, sometimes you want off his captain C and give it to Diggs. I'm going to ask you the same question. Does it ever cease to amaze you the thing that Diggs can do in the way that he's playing right now? No, I'll tell you the juice, the energy, um, the excitement he brings when he's on the field. You know, and uh, when we first traded for him and the whole media um, backing about him was so negative and it it blows my mind how people can get that so wrong because he's been nothing but great for us, nothing but great in the locker room, nothing but great on the sideline. All he wants to do is help this team win football games. He's a competitor. Uh, we have very similar mindsets. Uh, I love the guy. You know, he, he goes out there and competes his tail off. And um, I'm just, I'm super blessed that we traded for him. I know that you guys take it game by game, but obviously the Steelers, one of the best teams in the league right now and you guys just made a huge statement around the league just what does that say about this team and how far it's come in your just three years here in Buffalo uh, I mean it's we're, we don't really worry about the outside narrative of what people think of us we're we're trying to go win a division um, and get ourselves in the playoff and uh, we're one step closer to that we know that but we got a short week at hand, and we're going to play a Broncos team that, that's, that's a really good team. So uh, we got to find a way to get healthy, get rested up, and be ready for a Saturday game. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, two-part question just about Gabriel. Um, one, can you just walk us through the touchdown pass to him? And then two, why is he able to find the end zone so often, I mean, he's got a low volume of receptions on the year, but the kid's got six touchdowns receiving. He's leading the team. Well, I mean, for him to be, I think it was our fourth round pick, maybe our fifth round pick, but the way that he approaches the game, um, it wouldn't, it, it's not rookie-like, and it's not that deep in a draft rookie-like. You know, he is the ultimate team player. He's asked to block. He's asked to to, to run routes where he knows he's not going to get the ball. Um, all he does is does his job, you know, and as a quarterback, 
to, to have a young guy who just consistently does his job and doesn't complain, um, you know, it's, it's awesome. You know, the way that he's been able to grow and progress and take the coaching of guys like Steph and Cole and John, and then to apply it to the game field, it, it's been unbelievable. Um, and he just, he finds the paint. That's, that's what he does. And, and he doesn't get a whole lot of targets, um, but when he does, he's, he makes the play more, more than, uh, more often than not. And he's a guy that I have supreme confidence in. We have a really good relationship and, uh, you know, makes you want to keep throwing the ball, the ball. What did you see on the touchdown pass to him? Yeah. I mean, it was very similar to, uh, to the one last week. Uh, Cole kind of broke out and got the corner, stopped his feet just for one second and put it where only he can get it. And he came down with it and, uh, he did his job. He ran outside, outside release, and got to his own where only he was going to be able to catch it. So, um, as much as that one was on me, it was on him. You know, it was a, a great play by him, and uh, his eyes coming back and understanding that the ball could be going to him, um, even with a play that's not really supposed to go to him. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, Dan Fates and Roger, sir. Congrats on the win. What have you learned about handling slow starts offensively? I mean, it's, it's a long game, and I've been in games where we started fast and we've hit lows in the third quarter, and we've we got to find ways to pick it up in the fourth. So kind of being in these slow starts the last couple of weeks and being able to find it late, um, you know, when it really matters the most, you know, I think that's a really good tell of a good, or a good sign of a good team. The guys that it may not be pretty right off the bat, but guys that are going to keep battling, um, you know, I can say this because we, we care about each other. And uh, like I said, we worked extremely hard in practice, uh, to put ourselves in situations like this. So uh, it's, it's a complete team effort. Dig said that sometimes he comes up to you during the game throughout it and says, you know, checks in on you, sees how you're doing, says you never get too high or too low. What does it mean to have a wide receiver come up to you and ask you how you're doing during a game? Mm. It's awesome. Like I said, I, I can go on and on about how great of a guy, great of a teammate Steph is, but the dude can flat out play. Um, I love throwing to him and, you know, he's, a, he's just a great dude. Thanks, Josh. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Josh Allen, Mookie Hawk is one for Sports 1080. Congrats on the win today. Thanks, Mookie. Good to see you. Good. Um, it seems like um, in the first quarter that they was getting some pressures, you know, just kind of, you know, getting into your face a little bit in that first half. But you were able to fill those guys out and near this, near this halftime that you were able to get some success. What adjustments did you guys make in that halftime? Because that third quarter, y'all was just flawless. I mean, we... We started throwing it to Steph, um, like I said, getting the ball a little quicker, understanding that what they were trying to do, they, they, they were doing a good job early on. And make no mistake, that's a really good team that we just played. And they're, they're an 11-1 team for a reason. Um, that defense is it's a special defense, the way that they're able to get after the quarterback. And in the back end, they got guys that are ball hawks. So, um, you know, hats off to them for coming out and playing a really, really good game. Um, but, again, I we just came out, we started throwing it to 14, and, I started getting to a little bit in there in the third quarter and um, just our guys did a really good job of getting open and blocking up front. Absolutely. Speaking of ball hawks, Taryn Johnson's pick six, how much of a spark did that give you guys, give you that juice going into the locker room? Uh, it was it was unbelievable to go into the locker room and be, be able to double dip like that after scoring a, a field goal. Um, you know, nine points in the span of a couple minutes um, right before the half. You know, that was huge for us to understand that no matter – how bad the first half looked for us. We were still up by two points and we were able to play with some confidence coming into the third quarter. And, um, you know, hats off to him and our defense for stepping up the way that they did. Congrats on the win, Josh. Good luck. Thanks, Luke.
The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. We heard Josh answer a question about it in his press conference, and one of the coolest things he's been able to do in his third season as the Bills quarterback is pass Jim, Kelly, Jim Kelly's record for most touchdowns in a single season. Jim Kelly had 34, Josh Allen's total was brought to 35 tonight, and Josh Allen's answer was so great, just talking about how him and Jim Kelly have built this friendship since he's gotten to Buffalo. And these are just one of the many records that Josh Allen has been able to tie and to pass in just three short years here in Buffalo. And to do it against a defense in the Steelers that allow a league low of 17.6 points per game is something that's really special. The Steelers defense ranks high in so many different categories, like I said they lead the league with 44 sacks with 23 takeaways and they lead the league in interceptions as well pressure at a rate higher than any other defense and for this offense to find success in scoring 26 points that's almost 10 points more than this defense usually allows just says something about their maturity and how they've been able to increase their point total from last season by a large number by more than a touchdown and just speaks to what is in store for this team offensively throughout the rest of the season with the weapons that they have in Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis, a fourth round rookie who's seen success and has had three straight games with three receiving touchdowns. And, and then you look to the defense. You look to players like Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds. And Tredavious White said last week, when takeaways come, they come in bunches. We have seen this defense force turnovers in several games as of late. Since week seven, they are tied for second with eight interceptions coming into this game. They tied for fourth with 12 takeaways coming into this game. Well, they had two interceptions tonight and their leader on defense, Tredavious White, is here talking to the media. Uh, let's talk about this one. Um, what's the vibe and feeling around this team after a win against uh, a team that had the best record in the AFC coming in? Uh, I mean, you know, NFL week to week league, and uh, I feel like you know the way that we prepared all week and the way we went out about our business and studying film and just you know perfecting our craft and uh, just believing in the game plan that the coaches had for us. Uh, uh, the performance that we had, uh, it was great. It was nothing short of, of amazing, and uh, I'm proud of the guys that we have in our room. And like like I've been saying weeks and weeks, uh, as the season keep going along, we keep on gelling and getting stronger together and keep on building and uh, building that camaraderie. And uh, as the season can continue to go on, we continue to get better and elevate. How, what does that say about this team in particular, the way you handle wins like this? In the past, like Minnesota, we, we saw the hype in, afterwards and the way that the team really rallied around that. The vibe seems different this year after wins like this. What does that say about this year's team? Uh, I just feel like, you know, we got a, a collective, a strong group of guys that came in and the guys that we already had, you know, so we, we know what that, that, uh, that bit of success feels like and we know how to handle it now. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, Coach McDermott does a great job and the whole staff around the building do a great job of just keeping us, you know, in the moment, keeping us focused on what the task at hand and never too high, never too low, because uh, we know NFL is a week-to-week league and we just got to bring our best football every week, no matter 
no matter what's the circumstance. So I, I feel like, you know, the group that we have, uh, we do a great job of, you know, taking the coaching and taking those uh, points of coach bringing up in the meeting and uh, just taking it to heart and just being on, on it and uh, holding each other accountable for sure. Thanks a lot, Trey. I appreciate it. Take away Trey, Mookie Hawkins, Buffalo Sports 1080. How's it going? What's up, Mookie? How you doing? I'm all right, man. I see you was doing a little bit of everything out there. You was even reffing and, and, and <laughs> all types of stuff out there, getting calls changed over. But um, just care to talk about the play of Levi Wallace and Teron Johnson out there tonight. Oh, uh, you know, those guys, they've been doing it, you know, no matter, you know, they, they, they're battle-tested. Those guys are resilient. I was telling Levi, he's a resilient, most, one of the most resilient guys I've been around. Just, you know, the position that we play, you have to have a short-term memory. You have to be resilient. You have to just brush things off because, you know, guys are going to catch passes. It's the NFL, and guys are good. And, you know, we played a tough position on the field because uh, these guys know where they're going. We don't know. So we just got to kind of make an educated guess or just be instinctive. So, you know, it, it's a tough position. And, uh, you know, we just – every everybody going to have their day. And, uh, you know, we, we do a great, great job of just never too high, never too low in a defensive backfield. You know, good play or bad play, keep the same – keep the same mentality and – Never, never too high, never too low. Like I said, so uh, I'm not surprised at the play that those guys make because you know they got those guys study film. They come in prepared and uh, you know they practice hard. So you know that that what come with it. If you, you practice hard and, and, and give it everything you got, the results gonna come when, when the time matters the most. Absolutely. In the past three games, man, this defense has just been playing lights out. Care to talk about how this defense is evolving at the right time? Uh, I, I just feel like we continue to get better. Uh, and, you know, Coach Coach Frazier and Coach McDermott do a great job of t uh, taking the feedback from our defensive leaders and, you know, uh, taking their points too to throw stuff in the game plan of what they see on film too. So uh, it's not like the coaches just coming in and just saying this is where we're going to run. It's a mixture of both, you know, because you need that dialogue because, you know, what the coaches may see, the players may see it, see it different or see certain things on film that the coaches don't see. So we do a great job of communicating and just staying together and just believing in the scheme that uh, the coaches are bringing up each and every week. Appreciate your time. Congrats on the win, Trey. Hey, Trey, Matt Fairburn here. Um, what was it like for you guys as a defense to stand on the sideline and watch the offense uh, milk the last seven-ish minutes off the clock? Oh, it was great to see, man. Uh, it was great to see, you know, that our offense can finish games and finish it in, in dominant fashion and run the ball. Uh, it was great, man. It, it was a great feeling because, you know, anytime you can just sit back and watch your offense go to work, that, that's a great feeling, you know, when, when you've been out there all day and you've been out there battling and you don't have to go back there out there and they're, they're doing all the things to milk the clock and uh, to uh, secure the win. That's, that's a big time. That's how you know that our team is evolving and, and getting better because, you know, uh, those type of things don't show up, on, show up on the stat, stat sheet, but that is a big, that's a big time statement, you know, by those guys. So I'm very proud of that group and the way that they've been preparing and uh, battling all year for sure. And you've, you know, it's been since training camp, I guess, that you would have gone up against Stefan Diggs in practice on a daily basis. But what can you say about the energy that he's brought to this team? Man, it's, it's contagious. Uh, he's competitive guy, man. He brings the juice. He's going to come on the practice field. He's going to give you everything he's got. He practices like he plays. Uh, and everything he does on the field is not a surprise because he, he practices 100% full speed each and every day, and uh, he brings it. So, you know, his success on the field is, you know, during the game is not a surprise to none of us because, you know, the way that he goes about himself, taking care of his body and, you know, watching film and doing all the things that he does. So, uh, you know, it's definitely been a great asset to our team. He's brought – 
uh, a fire and competitive to our group and, uh, and the confidence for sure. Thank you, Trey. The Bills defense has takeaways in eight straight games. They have multiple takeaways in four of the last five. One reason why we're seeing this team have so much success and seeing a lot of wins in the last several weeks. The Bills have beat the Steelers for the last two years in a row. They just got their first win against Ben Roethlisberger. If you think back to last year's win, it was against Devlin Hodges. Tredavious White had two interceptions in that game. The Bills come away with two interceptions interceptions in tonight's game, one from Taron Johnson, one from Levi Wallace. And you think to the defensive-minded way of this team, and it's because of Sean McDermott, it's because of Leslie Frazier. Sean McDermott is on the podium in the Zoom room talking to media right now. Before we start, man, I just want to say glory to God, man, for this win and, and for all the blessings of people in our building, the fans, um, just want to get that out there, man. Wish the fans could have been there tonight all the way through the season. This is for you guys, man. And uh, just real proud of everyone in the organization, coaches, players, staff. Uh, great team effort, man, all the way through this so far. Uh, a lot more football yet to be played. Uh, but just wanted to, to say that, man. Glory to God. Sean, I know it's a lot to digest uh, so soon after a game, but um, with the ebbs and flows of that, what do you feel right now proudest about emerging with that victory? Yeah, you know, the one thing I think that sticks out right away, Tim, is the drive, the last drive by our offensive line and backs and tight ends. Um, you know, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a big time drive, seven minutes to go, I think, in the game, roughly seven minutes to go, and to, to not give them the ball back uh, when we were pretty much one-dimensional because of the situation in the game, I thought was uh, – it was very impressive. That's a way to obviously utilize your run game too, even though it hasn't necessarily been productive for you on a game-to-game -game basis and it's some a frustration that you've had. What, it, what are you able to draw out of that aspect of it in terms of, um, for lack of a better phrase, something to hang your hat on as that part of the game contributing when it's probably been frustrating for the guys who haven't been able to get that done? I think we've, we've shown we can do it at different times throughout the season. Um, but like everything else, everything is a work in progress. Uh, we're not, you know, there was moments in tonight's game where we, we turned the ball over. There was moments in tonight's game where, um, you know, they got yards on us and where we hurt ourselves on special teams as well as some penalties. So um, there's a lot. We weren't perfect tonight, so there's a lot, a lot of work yet to be done. And last one really quickly, um, there was a fumble. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was called uh, uh, forward motion or forward progress. It seemed as though it was a pretty clean fumble. Did you have a chance? Did it happen too quickly? We didn't, we didn't really see any kind of reaction shot of you on the sideline or how? Yeah, you can't. So you can't challenge. The rule is you can't challenge when they rule forward progress. So the ruling that I was told was it was ruled forward progress and that I couldn't challenge it. Got it. Thank you. Hey, Sean, um, congrats on the win. Um, Stefan Diggs was so good tonight. I mean, he's been go so good all season. Um, what do you make of his performance and what he meant to you guys uh, as he kind of got things going for the offense? Yeah, I mean, I thought there was a good, good adjustments made at halftime uh, in all three phases, good communication leading into halftime. Um, 
you know, Taron Johnson's play before halftime while I'm on it, I think uh, was a big, big momentum swing in the game. Um, but the adjustments that were made at halftime and, and then to go out there and, and have an opening third quarter drive like we did, I thought was, uh, was, uh, was how we want to play. And it was up to our standard. You know, before that, it really wasn't up to our standard. And from a personal perspective, Stefan said tonight um, he's got players and coaches that believe in him and trust him. How have you been able to cultivate that relationship and make him feel that in this kind of funny year? Well, I think with all of our players, we just try and do the best we can, uh, like you mentioned. Um, you know, be genuine, be authentic. Uh, we've got good people. And um, and it's not just me. It's we got good people in our building and not just players and coaches. We've got good staff. I mean, so um, that's just, I think, the environment, you know, we try and, we try and build is, is one where people can be themselves and, uh, and love each other. And, and uh, when you do that, good things happen. Thanks so much. Hey, Sean, congrats on the win. You just mentioned Taryn's pick six in the first half. Um, can you kind of expand a little bit on just, you know, how much of a momentum swing and how much of a spark was that for you guys going into halftime there? Yeah, that was big. Um, you know, I thought our defense was playing well up to that point, but, uh, you know, Ben has been and, and uh, he's seen a lot of defenses and, he has not turned the ball over a lot this year, and, and he's hard to get to when you rush him. And, and so I thought that that was a pivotal moment in the game. And um, you know, and then also knowing Heather that we were going to get the ball after half, right, and, and went back and, and got another seven after half there was, was, uh, was big as well. What does it say about this offense, the fact that when it's even when it's not playing up to the level that you would want, especially in that first half there, the fact that Josh can come out in the second and come out firing in that third quarter and get it done. Just what does that say about this offense? The fact that um, even with the struggles that, you know, you guys can get it done. Yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's uh, no, it's, you know, you want to come out and, and get into a rhythm right away. That, that, that's, um, would be nice. It wasn't, we didn't have that rhythm tonight early on in the game, but I think that that's a sign of a good team where, um, you don't have your game early on, but you find it, and uh, adjustments are made at halftime or before halftime, and and uh, that's where that's why that communication between players and coaches and coaches to coaches is so important uh, during the game and then also at halftime, so we can, you know, uh, put ourselves in better position and, and get into a rhythm like we did in the second half. There. And lastly, for me, you mentioned that communication, talking to to Stefan and, and Josh. Stefan said that, you know, during the game, he goes up to Josh and kind of checks on him, even when things aren't going the way that you would want it to. Just how big is that to see that player-to-player -player communication and that player-driven leadership um, in moments of struggle during the game? Yeah, the player-driven leadership is huge, as you've heard me talk about before, Heather, in any locker room. you got to have that. you got to have that. It's it's critical. In good, in good times and bad times, you got to have the player-driven leadership. And, because uh, the boat's gonna rock once in a while, and they gotta, they gotta, you know, obviously, uh, you know, stabilize it on their own uh, because that locker room is so important. And, and so, going back to your question, I just think that, you know, the communication, whether it's Diggs or Cole, uh, Gabe, Smoke, anyone, you know, our tight ends, that's they've got good rapport during the week, and then also carries forward uh, to the games. And I think that's important because you don't want to have a hold something back 
to where you get back in the phone room on Monday and say, I wish I would have said that that's not healthy. And, and so, uh, and sometimes those conversations aren't easy. They're, they're, uh, they're tough conversations, but they're, but they're important to be had. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Sure. Hey, Sean, it's Kim Jones. I, I know there's tape to watch, but I think any of us who've watched the Steelers play have seen TJ Watt wreck games. Do you have a sense of how well Daryl Williams played tonight before? I know you, there's tape to watch, but do you have a sense yeah. of that? Yeah, in, in that context, I would say I thought he, I thought he really did a phenomenal job, Kim. Um, you know, that's not, a, that's not an easy matchup for any tackle in the league. And we have a lot of respect for TJ and how he plays and how his motor runs hot all the time. And, and I thought Daryl, you know, I thought Daryl did a really good job, again, within, within the context of having to watch the film. And my second question, if I may, and I appreciate it, Sean, you went back to Zach Moss and needed him, it seemed, as you bled that clock at the end, six days after he spent a lot of time on the sideline for that game. And you asked, maybe rhetorically, you mentioned to us, like, how does he reset? Did today tell you anything about Zach Moss and resetting? Huge, huge, man. That's so, that's so important. You know, mistakes are going to be are going to happen and all I care about all, all his teammates care about is that he can reset as quickly as possible I mean that's that's being a team player and I thought he did a phenomenal job of that uh, to your point uh, tonight appreciate it Sean congrats Thanks. hey coach um just piggybacking off the angle that Kim was taking with her question um Taron Johnson is a guy that was replaced in the lineup in week six against the Chiefs <laughs> He had a second chance and an opportunity to redeem himself. I know he had the giant play tonight, but just all the things that he has been asked to do and the way he's been able to kind of redeem himself with his play over the last six or seven weeks. If you could just comment on that. Yeah, just uh, I think it's a great example, Chris, of, of uh, perseverance and, and his him being resilient. Uh, and then the coaches, Taryn, um, just doing a great job of developing him and getting him to a place where he's comfortable and clear on what's expected and how it's, how it's, how it's supposed to look. And I think he's playing really confident football right now. And then just a quick follow on that. Um, it's not, it's more than just that interception return for him. I mean, you're asking him to kind of fill in the run game blitz, just the different hats that he's had to wear for you and the way that he's kind of come through in those areas. Yeah. And I, you know, I would say, you know, with, with Tremaine and, and uh, AJ and Matt, um, you know, they're kind of those, those guys along with Taryn are kind of on a string. They do a lot uh, together and that rapport that's been building is, is good for us as well. So uh, really, really proud of that group. Thanks, Coach. Hey, Coach. Paul Stockman, News 4. Um, just uh, had a quick question, very similar to uh, what Heather uh, and Chris were asking about Taryn Johnson. Just uh, how much did that interception change really the attitude of the team because it seemed like there was some sluggish you know the offense was sluggish at times did you see a demeanor change at all with a play like that uh, with the team going into halftime yeah you know again I thought it was a pivotal moment in the game um you know we were we hadn't had we had not scored on defense this year yet and so to my knowledge and so it was good to again big big time moment in the game shift in momentum as I said earlier you know they're they're driving before half a little bit there. And, and then we were getting the ball after half as well. So I think the other drive that maybe goes unrecognized a little bit is that they get the ball right back. 
with maybe 50 some seconds to go, two timeouts roughly, if my memory is correct, and we stopped them again. Uh, you know, in terms of them letting the clock run out there, what would have been a third and five, I believe, third and six. So, I mean, that's hard to do against a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger. And when you, when I was talking with Levi Wallace earlier, he said that uh, your big thing is complimentary football. To see that come to fruition, especially in a game like this where it really seemed like nothing was working and then all of a sudden everything was working, uh, really on the crux of one play. What, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, it is. It's complimentary football. The guys, I mean, we weren't, we weren't hitting on all cylinders offensively in the first half. And, and then to come out, the defense to you know hold their own and and then to come out in the second half offense to get going i think defense had another three and out we went right back at them again and and i think got some more got some points again so uh and special teams had a hand in that also so we were covering kicks covering punts i mean ray ray's a good returner <clears throat> i think he's had success this year um, in a variety of ways with the ball in his hand so i thought we did a really good job in all three phases to your point thanks coach Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills have back-to-back -back wins in primetime games. They did it on Monday night against the 49ers, did it tonight against the Steelers on Sunday night. This Saturday, they have a game against the Denver Broncos in the afternoon, and then they go to another Monday night game against the Patriots away, and then they finish out the season with a home game here against the Dolphins, their last 1 o'clock kick of the season. Four things had to happen today in order for the Bills to possibly clinch the playoff. The last thing can happen tomorrow night. The Dolphins had to lose. The Patriots had to lose. The Raiders had to lose. All of those things happened. The Bills had to win. Tomorrow, if the Ravens lose, the Bills will clinch a playoff spot. So, Bills Mafia, get your sleep tonight because you have a game to watch tomorrow. And if you can't sleep tonight, just rewatch the game. Start it with that Taron Johnson pick six. That's going to do it for us tonight. The Bills are 10-3 and three for the first time since 1991, defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 26-15. to 15. We will catch you all next week.